Blog Talk Radio. Thanks so much for joining me today on the Social Marketing Academy. I am your host, Christopher Tompkins, and I am looking forward to an interesting show today. We have a very uh, specific topic, which we usually don't cover. We usually do lots of different general topics, so um, the uh, information is useful for everybody. But we've had a lot of questions from the medical community recently that actually spurned us on at the Go Agency to write an article for our magazine. Actually, in particular, Gail Griffin, um, our VP, was asked to write um, a magazine for uh, an article for Doctors Life magazine um, about incorporating HIPAA into your practice of social media marketing. And I, after you know reading the article and consulting with Dale after he finished the article, um, I thought, hey, this is a really great topic for uh, an episode on the Social Marketing Academy. So you're going to hear about it today. I'm so excited to share it with you. Uh, you know, if you're new to the show. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, I'm so happy that you're you're getting to tune in. Our audience is growing exponentially. So all of you newbies out there, if you've never listened to the show, check out the website, thegoagencyusa.com. You can learn more about uh, what the Go Agency is, but also you can check out our blog page that has lots of wonderful material that you can use to really um, help engage better on social media marketing and online, really. There's lots of great tips. There's transcripts of the shows. There's links to our iTunes account. There are so many different aspects to the blog that I want you to enjoy. So, hey, check it out. Uh, it's free. There's no there's no obligation. Also, we have an email sign-up if you want to get our newsletter. You know, the opportunities are endless, so engage however you like. Now, um, I want to just jump into today's topic because I'm kind of excited. Again, this was um, this was published in the most recent um, this article. Um, you can, if you go into the blog, it's going to be the first article if you're listening to this live-ish, because <laughs> um, I know a lot of you guys listen on demand. Uh, you know, you can go into our blog and you can see the um, Doctor's Life magazine reprint, so you can check it out, and it's just it'll be just right there. And there's also links to. Doctors Life magazine, so you can see what else they have in the magazine, which is it's a great it's a great publication. So worth a look, worth a couple minutes of your um, of your time. So now it's clear that social media is here to stay. Yay! <laughs> this, is, this is the Go Agency, right? Um, and um, that all businesses, including healthcare organizations, are currently using and will you know continue to increase their use of social media to connect with their targeted audience. So whether it's patients, peers, influencers, you know, all with the goal of creating a wonderful community where you impart knowledge, support your peers, and increase your status within the community as an expert, thereby driving business to your door. So, however, the issue of patient privacy, which anybody in the medical community knows is HIPAA, and offering advice, medical advice, is a huge concern for members of the medical community when dealing with social media. Many have said to us, my business did fine before social media, so I don't need it. Okay, well, however, our client base and the baby boomers, incidentally the fastest growing segment of social media users, by the way, I know it's shocking, but it's very true, um, are turning to the web and social media to get answers, research providers, and give their, uh, give their opinions. So their fingers are still doing the walking, so to speak, but 
on keyboards instead of in a phone book. Now, if you look at the um, the rate of aging in the United States in particular, you will see that it's a huge market, and that market is not ignoring online anything. They're getting more involved, and actually, they're um, you know the baby boomer sons and grandchildren are helping them really get incorporated. I mean, I know just in my own family how that how that has been um, incorporated um, with other family members and cousins and aunts and uncles and how everyone's getting involved in it. So, you know, this is happening everywhere. So physicians are being asked to deal with, you know, more and more, you know, with the aging population and everything. So with the increase in the cost of doing business, insurance, managed care, reimbursement issues, litigation, the advent of transition to EMRs, HIPAA concerns, and now social media integration. I mean, holy hell. I mean, it's understandable that physicians are slower to adopt uh, this means of communication. However, physicians are such a wealth of information. Those that do get involved in social media and blogging reap huge benefits and quickly develop a reputation as an expert in the field, often leading to an increase in new patients, requests to speak at events, invitations to write for industry journals, be a featured uh, panelist on a radio show, and, and, and lots more. So often clients expect that if you're on uh, the cutting edge of your medical specialty, that the other aspects of your practice, your office, your staff, advertising pieces, whatever, um, sh everything should reflect that level of professionalism and technolo technological savvy. But how can you be part of this and still um, be ahead of the curve? Well, here are 10 suggestions on ways to have a successful, successful social media campaign and continue, continue to communicate online with patients while adhering to HIPAA guidelines. Now, these tips can also apply to texting, emails, voicemails, and any other form of communications as well. So just kind of keep that in mind as I'm going through these. Number one, and we have a lot to get through, so if I'm, if I'm speak, speaking like Speedy Gonzalez, I am sorry. How, number one, how you act on social media is transparent, and you should act no differently online than you do in person, or how your sales and marketing staff would at a networking event, or how any of us would in an elevator. So, as social media is truly a conversation, just like face-to-face -face interactions, you need to maintain your own personality and tone. You also need to refrain from posting anything that might identify a patient, even if you don't mention their name. You wouldn't want to post any combination of things such as locations, times, or events that may allow someone to draw a conclusion or disclose personal information. Although a picture is worth a thousand words, be sure to get authorization before posting pictures of employees, vendors, and especially patients. Number two, maintain professional boundaries and don't combine your personal and professional online accounts. This is so important. Have a separate account for your friends and family and then a business page for your practice. Refrain from friending your patients on your personal account. That is such a bad idea. Such a bad idea. I'm not going to go in there. You, sh you should know why that is a bad idea. Occasionally, a patient may find your personal account and send you a friend request. That happens. Be sure to send them a private message to let you know that your practice social media policy prohibits you from connecting with them on your personal page, but offer the link so they can follow your business page. Or it has your personality. They can still uh, you know, get, in, get in touch with you and comment on whatever you're putting out there. They just It's not going to be your personal account. Um, it's not going to be uh, Dr. Khan. Maybe your, um, maybe your personal page is Joe Khan. And then it's like, okay, you know, you want to have – Dr. Khan as the page that they connect with, not your personal account. Number three, 
Social media is a transparent platform for sharing information, not hiding it. With that in mind, be sure that whatever you post, whether it's an original post or one that you share, retweet, mention, whatever, is one that you'd be proud of and wouldn't mind if it were reprinted in a newspaper. Many times, once, are things, once things are out in cyberspace, they're out there, which brings up the next tip. Before you push send, count to three and ask yourself if the post is true, helpful, respectful. Does it apply to a mixed audience? And could it be misconstrued as offensive by anyone? Remember, once you push the send, it becomes immediate. And although you can sometimes delete a post, people can print or save it before you get rid of it. This applies to responses to comments, especially when you might not agree. Again, be sure to act the same way you would be in person. If you're a jerk, everyone's going to tell everybody else about how big of a jerk you are. And guess what? Here's the proof. Don't be that person. Also, don't put out stuff that that you know when you read when you have a when you have a status update or a discussion or whatever, read it and see that you know you know how it sounds in your mind. But actually, if you say it out loud, you can see if it sounds condescending, if it sounds that it, you know it, it, it's something people are going to want to engage with. Because I've had I've had many potential clients that we've worked with. Um, and then it became clients, and we had to change the way that they communicated online because it was very flat. Um, so make sure that it has your personality. If you have a flat personality, then I guess there's no change, right? <laughs> now, five, review your privacy settings at least monthly as they can change. Be sure that you have control over the comments posted and that you can approve or deny whatever you want. Don't be afraid to block anyone that posts anything that's inappropriate. Go ahead, you know. Um, six, Google yourself frequently, or better yet, set up Google Alerts. Um, so you'll get an email anytime um, a search term, such as your name, the name of your practice, or any subject that you want an alert on comes up on Google. This is so great for online reputation management. Please, please, if you take nothing else from this conversation I'm having with you, set up a Google Alert for your name, your name proper, so if it's if it's Christopher Tompkins and it's Dr. Christopher Tompkins, MD, SD, or whatever the heck it is, <laughs> um, and your practice, you want to get those set up. So get that going. Um, number seven, know the health insurance portability and accountability act, HIPAA, and its amendments, the Health Information Technology and Economic Clinical Health Act, um, which is HITECH Act, along with state laws all which provide privacy and security protections of personal health care information, along with the repercussions if the law is violated. So be sure to take reasonable and appropriate measures to protect your patient's privacy. Um, the, you know, the Mayo Clinic is, is one, of, one of my favorites when it comes to social media because they get it right. Um, and their 12-word social media policy is don't lie, don't pry, don't cheat, can't delete, don't steal, don't reveal. Love it. That should be yours as well. Um, and you, you want to see good social media marketing, check out the Mayo Clinic online um, in any of the social media settings. Okay, set up a social media policy within your office and provide education on it as a, well as a regular HIPAA education and how social media is including it, included in this. So review it frequently with those that have access or manage your social media channels. Those are going to be the people that really need to know. And update it as rules and regulations change. Some guidelines you might want to consider including your social media policy, respect of time and property, use of confidential and PHI information, 
respectful communications, right to monitor, and enforcement measures, and that each employee utilizing your social media is responsible for knowing, understanding, and upholding HIPAA regulations as well as your social media policy. So very, very important point there. Number nine, what if a patient comments on your social media channel? If their name shows up, is a physician breaching patient privacy and opening themselves up for trouble? The answer is probably not. However, you should take any precautions you can, such as setting up a disclaimer on your About page, stating that opinions and views are your own, and reminding them that by commenting on your site, they're revealing their identity. However, since they are doing it by their own violation, it will be you know no different from having a conversation with someone in the waiting room. However, don't give medical advice <laughs> to someone that you don't know. Um, obviously, this is the same sort of thing that you would do, um, you know, you want to you want to see the the patient like let's make an appointment. I'm, I'm having I'm having chest pains. Yeah, let's let's let's. <laughs> you, they could be having a heart attack, so you're not going to have like a, you're not going to like Facebook message them. You know, you want to say something like call 911 if you're having chest pains or something like that. You know, you have to be really smart about how you do it. Um, and number ten, what if I get on social media and someone complains or says something negative? We hear this one quite a bit, and it does happen. Um, but if you didn't have your own outlet for them to write these things, they would simply do it on their own channels. So having your own social media presence allows you to monitor what's going on, react to comments and ideas, and if when something negative comes your way, don't immediately delete it. Show the rest of your followers that you are truly concerned and document an apology, correction, or whatever it takes to recognize that client's issue. Your willingness to make it right makes all of the difference to your audience. Bear in mind, use caution in what you say, perhaps requesting the client call you directly. Oftentimes, it's the fact that you respond and the speed of doing so that shows you are a cut above. So, obviously, all these points, I think, are really, um, really salient and really, really important um, if you are a medical practice getting into social media. And it does sound a little hard. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to kid. But um, we work with, at the Go Agency, we work with um, medical clients as well as many other different clients. But medical clients are very particular, right, because of everything that I just went through. And it is doable. So if you need advice or anything, just let me know. Um, or you can contact the GoAgencyUSA.com uh, um, online and get in touch with us or give us a call, and we can, we can, we can work with your practice. But um, I hope this episode of the Social Marketing Academy helped you. Um, you definitely want to check out the blog and check out this article because it has more details that will be helpful for your practice if you're a medical company um, or a medical organization. Uh, we have a lot more coming up this week. We have three more shows that are packed full of great content that are going to help you social media market yourself into uh, into exhaustion, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, I'm your host, Christopher Tompkins. This has been the Social Marketing Academy, and I look forward to speaking with you guys tomorrow. Take care.